Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo, 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 And then, you know, if you're, if she's on, on the camera, you see her doing the, she's doing a little dance. She got a little yo yeah. dance. Um, Get into she's the trying, she's the trying to take dance. the crown. She's trying to take the yo crown from Rachel. Oh my God, no, 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 no. Rachel has it. She's, she's keeping it there and it's okay. I could be the princess of it. I don't mind. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so, but um, great way to start the show. What's up? I'm Jay Ferns. Everybody else, introduce yourselves. I'm Michelle Adana. Hi. Hi. What up? What up? Frank Nizza from the Heights. You know how we do it, baby. You know how we do it, y'all. We up in like, you know, uh, we up in the rooftops and shit. Rooftops, scaffolding. Okay. You know how we do it, baby. We, we outside. Up in the... We outside, okay. baby. We outside. The weather, yeah. though, it's getting a little cold out there. Right. So I don't know if oh, I'm going to yeah. be outside for too long. Right, taking out, right. taking out the coats now, yo. I'm taking right. out the turtle, yes. turtlenecks the and Tims, shit. The Tims, the Tims are out. The Tims, <laughs> the Tims are out. out. <laughs> the yes. Tims. But real New Yorkers were wearing Tims like at the beach. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, my God. But like regular people, like now they're taking out the Tims. <laughs> there's certain people, they can't wait to take out like their Tims and their jackets. Like, you know, there's some people that rush to it. Yeah. I like the yeah. thin jacket weather. I like, I don't like these big, when it gets big bulky jackets, it's just like, why am I even outside? So. Anywho's, you know, we'll, we're going to talk a little bit about our interview and who we have in the on the show. But I, I want to find out what you guys were up to, uh, you know, this week. Frank, you look like you have something you want to talk about. I've been, guys, I've, I've had a boring week. I, I, I got this job up in uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. I don't know if anybody's been to Allentown, Isn't Pennsylvania. Isn't that where Dorney Park and Wild Water Kingdom yeah, is? Yeah, man. I got a job up there and I'm doing construction on a house, on a three-family house with my boy called Taliban. And we're, we're doing a house up there. Taliban? His name Wait, is Ta- Taliban. Taliban. They call him Taliban because he can, he, they say he could fuck up anything. But, he, you know, this guy fixes houses. He fixes cars. He did Mike's house, by the way. He did Mike's apartment when he lived in the uh, the, the bridge apartments. This oh, guy's really good. Oh, yeah. You know, he's, he's good. All types of jobs. And I took a job with him up there. But I've never been to, like, a rural place like that for so long. It's just weird. Like, Wait, so what, what is it like a bad neighborhood? Because I know some places in Allentown are, are questionable. It's like rural Pennsylvania. It's like, it's all right. You have a few Latinos. You have Dominicans up there. You have Puerto Ricans up there. Yeah, because I got family. Many. I got like Puerto Rican, like, like Puerto Rican side of my family. Like some of them live up in Allentown. Um, and I just heard that it's not probably like the best neighborhood at times. Nah, it's just weird, man. I'm just like, nah, I can't wait to come back to New York, bro. You're not a, like a suburban, uh, suburban, like when you, when you have to like sleep over up like a, in someone's house like in the suburbs like are you freaking out because it's so quiet i can't sleep i don't hear no noise i'm just hearing crickets i can't go to sleep Ooh. so i don't sleep when i sleep in those places i feel scared because i'm not hearing anything i feel like some i feel like i, I keep on hearing like if someone's coming through the front door i think about like a haunted house or friday the 13th halloween <laughs> that's all i think about i swear Ooh. to god so i'd rather so, not you be know in that those door places. sound of like the yep <laughs> Uh-oh. You just gotta put some WD forty. Put some WD forty on that door. It won't make that noise. 
Yeah, and I'm sleeping in this house that was built like in 1930, so it's like feels weird. It feels like a like a you know like a like a little house on the prairie type house, and it's like mm. nah, I can't sleep in there, bro. I'm having. Do you believe in like? In. I know you're into conspiracies, and Michelle Adana, you could you could also like chime in. But are you yeah. any of you? Uh, do do you believe in ghosts? Like, or have you had a ghost encounter before? Ooh, Michelle, Michelle Adana, I'm gonna let you answer that first. Listen, I'm respectful to whoever is out there. All I say is like, please know I come in peace. I don't want to fight with you. I don't want to ask any questions. I'm yeah. fine. I don't need the answers. I'm yeah. good. I don't fuck with or any of that. I literally have like, I don't watch scary movies. I watched The Ring when I was five. And uh, after that, I was like, yeah, ooh. no, there's probably a woman waiting, waiting to kill me somewhere. So no. The, the Ring scares yeah. me, man. I don't like the ring. And I the ring hate that little girl. Five. That little girl scares the shit out of me. If I saw a little girl, I fucking cry, bro. Little kids in scary movies don't scare me because they just seem like I just I just know that they're probably a bratty child actor under there, you know? Ooh, <laughs> Who's like, okay, where's okay. my where's my trailer? Mom, mm. not now, okay? I'm filming. But the yeah. ring was different because the ring, like, the hair covered her face. So you didn't even know what was under <sighs> there. Like, yeah. yeah. That shit was Yeah, scary. so I don't fuck with any of that ghost stuff, none of that. Really? All I want to say, if y'all are very respectful, please do not fuck with shit. me. Please do not fu- I'm not saying I don't, don't believe in it. I'm just saying I don't even want to think about it. I'm a scaredy cat. I don't want to mess. Respect. Con todo respeto. Please leave me alone. Mm. Thank you. The, the right. thing is, there's a lot of people that, like, that I know that they casually say that they've had a, a ghost experience. I had one, bro. Well, so you're <laughs> casual about it. If the, if I had one supernatural ghost experience, I'd be in a straitjacket, you know, in, in the psychiatric institute the next day, yo. Yeah. You know, I'd be bugging out. And everybody, everybody that I know is just like, yeah, I see, an, I saw an old woman in my kitchen, uh. the spirit of an old lady in my kitchen. I'm like, wait, how did you not run out your house, jump out the window? Frank, what is this casual ghost experience you're about to tell me? Yeah. Maybe like three, four years ago, I shared this on the podcast. Right. When I was like six years old, my mother had a picture. I swear to God, I used to sleep in the living room. And my, my mother had a picture of the white Jesus on the wall. And I woke up around three o'clock in the morning one time and the white Jesus came off and he started floating in the no. room. What? I swear what? to God. I what was like six floating? years old. You ever seen that white Jesus in your, in your mother's house? I saw white Jesus moving and floating in the air. He was white. He was like a ghost, like Casper the Friendly Ghost. He was just moving. And he was and he like Jesus, into... like he had the goatee and the long yep, hair. Yeah, he had the goatee, the blonde hair, and he went back into the picture. And I and I remember I just closed my eyes and I went to sleep. I'll never forget that. Yeah, bro. And you sure it wasn't a dream, right? No. And it was you... the white Jesus that we see with the goat, with the, with the, you know, with the, you the, the goatee. You hadn't been drinking that night? Or nah, nah. I was like six years old. <laughs> a little Jay, bit of the holy yeah. water, you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Holy water. No, no holy water. I was six years old. I wasn't drinking or nothing, oh, okay. bro. No smoking, sick, nothing. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So you saw the Holy Ghost. You didn't just see a, you didn't just see a <laughs> right, ghost. Right, right. Like, that's like the ghost of all ghosts. Exactly. You, you won the game before it even started. Like, wow. No, you know. Did you bro. tell your mom about it? Yeah. Nah, I never told her. I never told her. I didn't want to scare her. But I was a little kid. Oh, I was like, yo, I didn't okay, mean to say yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. She'd probably I be feel happy. Like she she would have been, been like... proud. Yeah. Like she would have taken you to church and been like, tell the congregation what you just saw in my house. We're so protected. We, Jesus pulled up. Like Jesus dead ass 
came to my house, my house only. My son saw it. He might be the Messiah. You, you know, like. Oh my gosh, Jesus! I feel like up. she would have like been proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I saw, I, I walked by the image and I was like, I kind of guess, I guess yeah, you could. I see it, man. I see Jesus on the tree. You see the face yeah. right there? Like counterclockwise, <laughs> maybe I saw. If you, if you bend a little and squint, yeah. If you squint like, oh, a little. Yeah, she kind of looked like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. look like a virgin from like, you know, if I just, if I close my eyes real quick. Um, no, you know what scared me? I used to like, when you know when, you used to, when you're like in bed and like you can't move, right? So, oh, yeah, I used paralysis. Have, paralysis, yo. Oh, my God. And that no. used to happen to me, like, when I was younger, a lot. And what I, the it, hell? Why, 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 why? I, well, I didn't know why. And then, I, I, I like, an idiot. Like, I'm, like, I'm talking to somebody, and 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 I told them this, and, like, uh, they were like, yo, yeah, that's, like, a ghost holding you down or some shit. Holding you no. down? I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know what freaky ghost is holding me down no. in my bed. But, like, n- ever since... Once they told me that, like every every time it happened after that, I was like, "Oh, great!" I'm like, this "Here is... I go." They're holding me down. I was like, "Help!" Someone that was a ghost hit with me, like you know. Um, but like, luckily oh that God. hasn't been an issue, like as an adult. But oh my god, yo, that oh was my a god. thing, right? There. Oh my god, yo, that sleep paralysis, Joe. You need like a cleansing or something in your room or something, For bro. Real? Holy Get shit. some sage or something. Get some sage and stuff. <laughs> some ex- <laughs> like an exorcist, like a priest coming in. She's like, man, that power Get those char- compel you. And I'm just Get like, that charcoal. Ah. Oh Some Palo man. Santo, yeah. Some Palo Santo, something, uh, bro. I don't know. Wow. I think I just put like some Lysol spray or some shit. Some Febreze. <laughs> Febreze just takes them all out. You need those issues. Febreze that shit out. Um, okay, well, um, this was like a very spooky conversation. Uh, but yeah. it is spooky season, right? So Yes, yeah. yes. Um, but we actually, um, our guest t- uh, on this episode is not spooky. It's mm. actually a pretty cool guy. Um, we, ha- we got Mike Success. Success. Oh. And you know, the success is in his name. So you know he's everything's going well for the guy. He is a talent manager. He um, you know, he manages Maleni Cruz, Mm. uh, Chicle, Davante Magic, uh, a bunch of other people. In this interview, he breaks down like what it is to be a talent manager. He gives you kind of the lowdown. So if you're I know we got a lot of like aspiring actors and who listen to the podcast so this is a this is going to be an interesting one for y'all because if you're looking for a manager or uh-huh. you know an agent th- th- you might mm-hmm. get some nuggets of wisdom from this one so wow it's um, gonna be interesting. i'm excited for it let's do it let's let's listen to the interview with mike All success right. let's go let's do it Yeah, I, I just just make sure you keep that in there. That <laughs> that ma that we're recording. That was very Will Farrell. See, I love that. Frank, I, I love, love that. So yeah, much. I was like, ma, I, ma, <laughs> meatloaf. Yo, I thought the uh, same thing, dude. I'm like, wait, I heard ma. We doing the ma, podcast. Meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf. <laughs> that is hilarious. Ah. That is hilarious. You wanted fun. We got it. How's your mom, Frank? She's is she great. okay? She's great. Okay, Meatloaf, okay. mom. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta control her sometimes, man. She gets crazy on that phone. DR, bro. Oh, see. Yeah. Mia, pero barata. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Instead yeah, of Meatloaf, it's like, ma, de penil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
We'll do the Spanish version of Wedding Crashers. <laughs> All right, LOLeros, guess what time it is. Just take a guess. Yep, you guessed it. Mm. It's that time of the show where we interview someone amazing. I Ooh. know I say the same thing every time we have a guest, but every guest's amazing, okay? That's it. They come on the show because basically the criteria is you're amazing and you're doing amazing things for our amazing community. That's it. Nice. So please put your hands together one time from Mike Success Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, Mike. Yeah. Already, Mike, Success is like your middle name, right? I mean, that's, that's a lot yeah. of pressure, bro. Yeah. That's a lot yeah, of pressure. I, yeah. My birth certificate. No. I have a similar, I have a similar, it's like, J- mine's is Jamie, manager expectations for now. Oh, I like that. So it's, not as, it's not as confident a success, but I feel like I'm getting there. No, 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 I like that. I like that. I like that. It's better than meatloaf. Oh. Inside better than meatloaf. Way better, way better. Uh, I have a simple one. It's just Anne, A-N-N, very Jewish. Um, I I never really do people's introductions justice, although everyone loves the hype woman stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want you, if you can, to explain to all the LOLeros out there what you do for a living. Okay. Um, so for a living, I started right now as, I, w- I would say I'm a talent manager. I was going to say influencer manager, but it's turned into talent. And the name of the company is called This Group, and this is an acronym that I know Rachel loves acronyms for... I love acronyms! (laughs) For uh, trust, (laughs) honesty, integrity, and success. Um, Wow. We started as management, uh, became marketing because of me and my partner, Don. Uh, Just the relationships that we were having and people really wanted to say, hey, who else do you have? We want to work with you, you know. And then now we're getting into the media space. Um, So... That's the short version. I could I could go on and tell you about you know my life is not that great. You know what I mean? But it's <laughs> it's good. No, I liked it. Like uh, that's why I loved about just even just the whole you know why I did the film festival and I love educating. I love doing that. I I, I come from it takes a village to raise. So you know anything that I can do to help any person. You know it doesn't matter. You know who it is to be honest with you, but especially in our. Um, in our black and brown communities, I like to I like to do that. I hope that was the answer. Mike, I saw you on the panel at the Futuro panel, um, and you were dropping mad gems. You know, in terms of you know talent managing and you know psychology when it comes to you know getting your talent's head. I mean, you're into this game right now in the digital age right now, and most mm-hmm. of these social media influencers that kind of do their own thing, they record, they manage themselves, so on and so forth. You know, how do you have them like trust you? Because I, I feel a lot of people have trust issues, especially artists when it comes to their art. How do you say to people, yo, trust me? Yeah, well, I mean, that's why we do some things that are a little bit unorthodox, um, especially in the management space. I mean, even from the beginning, my mom used to be like, oh, you're crazy, you know. Um, and what we do is we don't do paperwork in the beginning, right? Because nice. it's like, like um, we usually Old do school, like 90. 90- baby. Yeah, we do like 90 days where we don't do any type of paperwork. Wow. Um, because we got to see, because that is something. Trust is huge. And that's why, you know, that's the first letter of our acronym, trust, right? So, you know, you know, one of the influencers said, imagine me getting screwed over by with, by, by somebody from a company with the, with with what that stands for, right? Because those are our morals. Um, you know, in our, in our communities, a lot of times I, I say that, and I'll s- stick with the influencers because we have different talent but let's let's focus on that because that's kind of like the the, i'll say the hot topic or whatever um to me it's like the new hip-hop 
right? And mm. you're coming from, I'll, I'll say for us, because you have the black and brown, the urban communities. And a lot of times you're coming up and you, you know, you can do this and I want to be an influencer and all you need is a phone. It's really it, right? So what happens is that you look around and you look for the people that are close to you because those are the people that you normally trust. Hey, I, I, my cousin, whoever, you'll be my videographer and hey, you can talk for me. I don't know how to talk. You can talk for me. You'll be my manager. But a lot of times, a lot of those people are not capable of the positions because this is a business now. It's not just a hobby, right? So a lot of times it's, you know, the trust is a big thing. I equate this to meeting somebody. Let's just say you go out one night and you meet somebody and you and you hit it off with them. And they're like, all right, come live with me. Damn, I just met you. I just know, you know what I'm saying? We had a good hour, yeah. but like, relax. So that's why we don't, we don't do that because there's too much, too many people are so focused on this money and I'm gonna lock you in and then relax, relax. Our approach is more about the person. So many times we have meetings in the office and it's like, people are like, damn, I didn't even think it was gonna be like this. And we just talk about who you are, especially the first time. Who are you? As a person, who are you? We figure that out and, and we see if you're a good person or not. Because I don't care how much, I don't care if I can make millions of dollars with you tomorrow. If you're not a good person, we're not we're not doing anything. And that's mm. different because so many people are so focused and people come to us, especially influencer stuff. We can do this and we can make money. And if we 1% of those following, relax, relax. We're, we're about longevity. We're about building careers. I re- Am I allowed to curse? The thing is, is that I wish that our slogan, it could be this group, we actually give a shit. I wish that could be our slogan. Mm. Yeah. A lot of the talent that we've gotten has come to us through word of mouth of being like, damn, I didn't realize you were behind that. I'm seeing this and it's like, it's this person, it's this person. And we're not here just trying to take a percentage of your money. We don't take that from you. We, we want to add. We never want to say we take, we want to add to you. We do things sometimes where we don't take money. Right. Like even even with our artists now, anything under five hundred dollars, we don't touch. We don't need that percent. Wow. We don't need that hundred dollars. You know, that. we take 20 that, percent. That's look nice. At that. because, look at that. Because You're building the artist like that. Yes. Good. My partner said this and I was like, I don't know if he got it from somewhere, but it was so true. And it hit hard for me as a manager. He was like, we do 100 percent of the work for 20 percent of the pay. And it's crazy mm. when you think about it, because that's what we do. That's what we do. You know, so. You know, very confident. I saw in that, that in that panel, man. You spoke like that, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's just we living in a crazy world. Mike, what are some of the things that artists should know when they get the manager, right? Because, I mean, a lot of people that don't have managers look for managers, agents in their head. They're like, oh, I got one now. Like, that's that's what I need to to go, go into the stratosphere. But like, what are they what do they have to provide for you to to become kind of the success that they want to become, you know, to get to the place where they want to become because they can't just rest on their talent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think nowadays, you know, perception and clout, that like runs everything, right? So mm. somebody wants to say they have a manager just to say they have a manager. You should be doing things on your own mm. until you get to a point. Because it's funny, one of our clients now, I spoke to him two years ago and it was just, it wasn't a client, it was just, we were talking. We spoke probably for about two hours about just this kind of conversation. I said, you'll know when you need a manager. And then, you know, a year later, yo, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> now I know because it starts to get overwhelming, right? 
So a lot of times people think they, they, they know they need a manager, but they don't want to let go. And a lot of, and we're having problems with that sometimes now too, right? Because you're so accustomed to doing it. It goes back to the trust. That's what it all goes back to. And we're very upfront, right? So a manager should be an asset to you. If you start to look at your manager, like some people look at us as agents and we're not agents, right? We are in the, in the passenger seat of your car. This is your career because mm. you got to do this. We'll help you and we'll we'll help you say, hey, make a right, make a left. That's what we think you should do. If you want to run through a barricade, that's on you. And of course, with relationships, you know, things are different and experiences. Hey, look, this is what it is. We always give. We're not. Yes, men. We tell you what we feel. We tell you what it is. We lay it down. We lay it out. But ultimately, you make the decision. So, um, you know, the manager role, especially like what you were asking, Jamie, is like they think that, oh, I got a manager and I'm now. Go ahead. Take red me. carpet. No. Where's that red carpet? I need <laughs> to walk red, on it. Where's it, the it, red gala invite? Okay. Yeah. I have yeah. already. That's, that's how it is. That's how it is. And they think, and it's like, listen, you still got to work. I can't do it. I can't manage anything if you're not doing anything. What am I supposed to do with that? There's some people that are so talented and it's like they get in their own way. And they don't understand it. And then it goes back to the mindset. And this is why we're so key on the mindset, because there's a lot of work that we do just in conversation, because I'm a mindset person, right? And it's like, you you can say something and you can be popular and you can have this, but if your mind is not right, there's nothing is going to happen. I'm at a point, I'm done pulling people. I always talk about the push-pull syndrome. I'm not pulling anybody. If I got to pull you, that's mm. pulling more strain on me. And you really don't care. But if... And I'm a very active husband and I'm a very active father. So if I'm pulling you, I'm taking time away from my family. So I don't have time to waste. Right. So it's just it's a constant education with people. And it's like you're dealing with, you know, we have nine year old. I don't know if you guys know Summer Rose Castillo. She's one of our, you know, so you have nine years old. She's great. Shout then you have to the, April Lee, her April, mom. April Castillo. Yeah. She, was a, she, was a, she, she was a guest here, yes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, but it's different. Like, even that, you got to know how to work and you got to know how to navigate. And you got to be a good person. <laughs> if you're not a good person, mm. you know, I, I think managers have a horrible name. You know, they're like the used car salesman. You know what I mean? And it's Damn. like, that, 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 like, that's how people look at it. I've heard so many stories of, oh, give me money under the table if you want to work with my client. Like, how crazy is that? That's why I tell people, the asshole manager, we got that guy already. He's out there. We don't need to do, be that. <laughs> that 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 position is filled. We're good. I'm I'm a type of person, I won't, I'll won't. i give you the skin off my back, not even only the shirt, you know? I hear you, Mike. You know, but that's also beautiful at the same time. And the Latino community needs those Mother Teresa's fathers, you know, out there to uplift and to educate and to guide. Um, I want to read a quote that you have in your bio. It says okay. here, a lot of ideas are great. A lot of execution is better. I want to talk mm. to you about those executions. I know you're doing stuff with your influencers on behalf of some pretty enormous brands. Um, mm -hmm. Give us some examples, give the LOLeros some ideas on how this execution works. Um, well, the first thing is, is let's control what we can control. That's why I always say ideas, you speak with everybody and you, it depends on energies, right? We can see all, we can be in a room and Ideas would be great and we'll be flowing. Like, yeah, 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 we're going to do that. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. And then 
we step away from each other and maybe two of us or none of us or one of us actually continues because they were feeling and feeding off the energy. And everybody sits there like it got for me, it got to a point like, you know, when I was younger, oh, if we had if we had, you know, 250,000, we could. uh, But we don't. So what are we doing? Mm. Right. Like that's the Mm. that's the thing. I don't want to talk about all this pixie dust. Right. And one of my first hip hop artists that I managed, he had told me, use your natural resources. And that's what I do now. So that's how you execute is what I don't want to hear about, oh, I wish we could have and we need to get on and only if they and with it. What do we got? What are we doing? And if we can't, then we can't. It is what it is. I'm going through that right now. And a lot mm. of times you got to think when you're dealing with creatives, there's a lot of ideas. They're all over the place. Like Chicle used to tell me, he was like, he would call me with an idea and he'd be like, Mike, I hate telling you ideas because you're like, okay, so what are we, how are we doing it? Right. He's like, yo, it's just an idea. I just want to throw it out. And I'm like, hey, what are we doing? How are we doing? Mm. Right. And that's what I think a lot of people don't have because they waste time on the idea of it. Right. Like, or they waste time on what they don't have. Like I say, the problem is one sentence. The rest of the conversation should be a solution. So then let's do it. Yo, quick shout out to Chicklet, by the way. Shout out to Chicklet and Maleni. Maleni's a former guest of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Mm-hmm. Chicklet is going mm-hmm. to be a guest in the future. I'm just putting that out yes. in the universe. Right. Um, no, I got you. I, I, I right. would like to know about some of the things that the common Jose's and Josefa's that we might have seen out there. Like, un por ejemplo, um, like Maleni does a lot of stuff with the Fashion Nova partnership. What are some of the things mm-hmm. that the common Joes and uh, Joannas can see that you've created for your influencers? Are there any programs or campaigns that you're really proud of that you want to share with us right now? Um, the one that I was really proud of was the um, when they did the Super Bowl campaign with Hulu, Super Bowl 50, I think. And it was dope. I loved that, you know, because for a while it was just the three of us, right? It was Chicle first and Maleni was Chicle's girlfriend. And then we made, then it was the two of them. And then we made a conscious effort to kind of separate and have Maleni be Maleni, which is great because now people be like, oh, Maleni and her boyfriend. And I tell her all the time. I'm like, yo, I love to see that, right? And mm-hmm. I love to hear that because I'm like, damn, we've came a long way from that, you know? And especially her. Like, you came a long way from being Chicle's girl. Now it's Millennia and her boyfriend in certain aspects, you know? Um, I'm proud of getting them the money that they deserve. Talking about lowballing, you know, something you mentioned on the on the on the panel that I, I kind of know goes on, but you spoke about being lowballed. And finding mm-hmm. out that, you know, Caucasians and some African-American uh, clientele that you found out was being offered more money than your clients because your clients are Latino. So speak more on that. Um, so there was a brand, um, but it was definitely a Hispanic creator that they offered $200 to do something. Um, there was a Caucasian female uh, from California. We were having a conversation and this is one of that we represent. And it was a beginning conversation and she brought up the brand. And I was like, yo, I really don't like that brand because I knew what they had done. She's like, oh, I think they were great. I was like, really? She was like, yeah, it was, the, I, I, they gave me $20,000. Wow. $20,000. That's crazy. And it got me pissed. Right? I was tight. Hmm. And then one of my other partners, 
it was a there was another brand, a bigger brand. They offered the black creator twenty thousand, and the other the white creator a hundred thousand. And you know, props to the to the white creator. He's amazing. He said, "No, I'm not doing it," because he didn't think that that was fair. And that mm. you know that says to me that's testament to who that to who he is, right? But it happens. It happens, and that's you know, like I said there, that's what we're fighting for. The thing is, is that you're not gonna you're not gonna treat my people like that. And we have people. We have talented individuals. You got cameras. You got editors. You got shooters. You got this. We're, we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're going to do it. I'm just not waiting anymore. I'm not going to try to do it. We're going to show you exactly what it is. And all of these initiatives that they have out there. You're dropping gems, man. If I could do a backflip, I would do it in, in process. We knew when we saw you at the New York Latino Film Festival, we're like, oh, this is someone who's going to educate on our show, too. So let's bring them on. But I'm fun. I'm really fun. I really think about it. Like, I'm, you know, I be joking around. Mike, you you said you're a business guy. W- growing up, were you always had that, were you a creative? Like, did you have aspirations to be kind of a performer? Something, and you know, did you play the flute oh. in school? Something like that. You were very performative. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. I was, I, growing up, like in my early 20s, like late teens, I was Puff Boppy. I don't oh. know if you knew that. Puff Boppy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that whole oh. shiny suit, that whole, that was all me. See, the thing is, is that I was, I was a dancer at heart. That's yeah. how I started, right? And, you know, I looked up to Puff. Like, I was like, damn, he started as a dancer. And and I was around business my whole life. My grandmother had a bar, you know, for 40 years in the Bronx. My mom wow. had a, you know, had a company that I named, when I was 10 years old, I named it. I gave it a slogan, gave her for her first three orders. My mom took me to the Bahamas. She was like, oh, that's your commission. So I kind of fell in love with that. But I love music. That's what I'm saying. I was a dancer or whatever. So, you know, um, I I really love the creative part of it. And like I said, perform. I could perform all day long. Like, that's why I'm, I'm not, I don't mind being in front of the camera, but I don't need to, right? Like, I shine a light. My job is to shine a light on everybody. And I can do that. Mm. But, um, yeah, that's why, like, I think it's easy for me to deal with a creative Cause I get it, I understand it, and my you know a saying is art is never wrong that I say. Cause I can't tell you how to do your art form; it's an expression. Nobody can tell you if you're right or you're wrong. It's your expression. That's your expression. Is Buff Poppy still like? Does he come out like in weddings and does he dance? Do you do, do <laughs> you still have ask, ask you, like, when he got the moves? He got the moves all yeah. day, all day. But they just <laughs> when I see it, when I see it on video, I'm like. Damn, I was talking to my brother Vic because we went out. We go to something called the Freedom Party. They play old school music. My wife, you know, my wife's a dance like a dancer, like too. It's not like you know I sit in the corner. We dance, and I'm sitting there and looking. I'm like, damn, Poppy got the AARP or something. Like, I swear, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. It's like the Running Man look like the Jogging Man. Meet me on the corner of Beach Street. <laughs> Roxy, Roxy, Roxy. Yeah. Oh man! Oh Rachel, don't get started with Rachel. Know all the clubs. I mean, Frank Yo. too. I started clubbing here in the city at sixteen, rocking out in the Palladium, the Tunnel, Esso, Vertigo, Palladium is all of it. Ten eighteen. You know, I still think Rachel should write a book about her experience with the New York nightlife. I think that'll be a very a maybe one day. I'm just happy to be alive. Really, uh, considering the things no, me and my you. girlfriends did in that. Club club era here in New York City and who we rode home with. I'm just thankful to be alive, really. Um, 
I want to thank you for also being alive and for sharing all this knowledge <laughs> and for also <laughs> putting life into our community via what you do for a living. You're doing something no. that it's our turn to do. It's our turn. However, it's really exciting to see that there are more and more of these BIPOC and Latino, A, E, E, O, X, Y, Z, um, coming out, you know, these influencers coming out and, and connecting with brands, connecting with giant mm. corporations. I know you've got some work going on in the TV space. When you're ready to announce that, we want to invite you back to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. We want to celebrate with you no, because sure. you're Clients are our friends and we've been supporting them from afar. And it's nice actually to meet somebody, like you said, in the passenger seat, helping them with their careers. So shout out to you. We got to sign off, but I would love for you to drop a sentence or two on those prospective influencers out there and or those future mic successes out there. Give them some advice on mm -hmm. how to navigate this and how to get on that same trajectory as you. No, I get it. I get it. And, and real quick, we're going to end up, um, we're working on a curriculum. Um, we're going to really be doing something like this where we can teach how to become manager, agent, influencer, all of that. Like really, that's a big thing for us as far as that education process. Yeah. Like everybody has to be themselves. And I think whether you're an influencer or manager, you have to be who you are, whatever that is. Don't look at anybody else. You got to have tunnel vision. You have to do what you feel. You have to do what your passion is. Stop chasing money. I understand we live in this money-driven world. They always say money over everything. No, it's passion over everything. It's family over everything. Forget about mm. the money. The money will come. That money will come. But stop trying to be everybody else. If you see a chiclet that has four minutes, don't, don't try to be chiclet. Don't try to be this one. Music people, don't try to be anybody else. Be who you are. There's an audience for you. But you have to show people and you have to be authentic. There's too much talent out here. But you got to show people your personality and why you're special. Your talent is not. Because there's singers. There's everybody out here can do everything. What makes you different? And it's who you are. Like my mom says, to thine own self be true. And that'll help in business and in personal. Amen. One time mm. for Mike's success, hey. people. Yeah. Say that out loud. Yeah. Mike's success. Jeez. Yes. Yes. Ma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ma, I'm not done yet. Mommy, by that hole. <laughs> Mom, that was like. Shit is burning, yo. Mira, que success, que success. success. It's like, Ma. Oh my God. Thank you, Mike. Can you, can you do that? Whatever episode number this is, episode with Ma. That's what I want my name to be. Ma. So that the whole thing. <laughs> That was great. Mike, thank you. That was so great. Thank you so much for your time and your brain power. That was no awesome. Mike, thank no you, problem. brother. Yeah, I man. appreciate yeah, it. Anytime. Man. Anytime. I appreciate you guys as well. Thank you. Gracias, man. I might do it. Thank you. Wow. So we got some gems in there. We got some gems wow. in this interview. Mike's mm. success, talking about mm. why he is successful. Damn. You know. He dropped gems. He dropped a lot of old school gems on everybody. He's dropping gems. You got to pick it up, y'all. Don't just leave them on the ground, you know? Uh, Damn, I need to send him an email. Mm -mm. <laughs> right. Quickly. No, you know Quickly. what? A lot of the listeners are going to be like, so where's his email? I got to like, I'm going to hit him up and just DM him. Like, yo, I heard you on the podcast. And right. I don't know if you're looking for some new clients. But let me holler at you for a second. 
Um, so yeah, so a very, very cool interview and, um, you know, a, a fun show. Uh, this was a fun show. I, I enjoyed myself. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, we ca- same. <laughs> we we kind of scared ourselves actually in the beginning. So no, yeah. But hopefully the Keloquez won't scare anybody away. Keloquez time. Let's go. All right. I just want to give shout out to Yellow.com. As always, they are the All news right. and lifestyle platform for Latino men. Yes. And as Latin Heritage Month wraps up, Yellow.com is highlighting new kicks from Converse. All right. Mm. So yeah. this is just for us. This is just for nuestra gente. So, you know, you're going to, you know, Converse is, is for the culture. And so visit yellow.com to get an eyeful of that. Mm. And um, oh, we'll do that. I'm at Jay Fern's Instagram, J underscore Fern's Twitter. Uh, I am looking at Frank Nibs. Can you give us your Keloquez? My Keloque will be to, I mean, you know, again, what's going on in Puerto Rico, what's going on in DR, the hurricane. It's a lot going on down there. I want to give a shout out to Bad Bunny. He has a good song called El Apagón, I believe. He talks about a little bit of what's going on over there. Yeah. Let's not lose sight of what's going on over there because after Hurricane Maria, I, I thought we lost sight of what's going on over there. So I hope this galvanizes everybody and we keep on, like, keep on looking at what's going on over there politically. Well said. Yes. Um, for me, I'll say, like, I, I want to double up on Puerto Rico and what's going on in the Caribbean right now because they were already fucked over last time and this is only messing mm-hmm. it up even more you know when y'all sent me to the new york latino film festival i spoke with the carmen yulin who's um a, a politician out there and she was almost in tears about how mm. she wasn't able to get the help to everyone that needed it and seeing like the people gotta keep protesting keep protesting um get you know that's your land and and more support to you um and and just so many blessings to them and i just hope that like the caribbean just is able to breathe a little lighter soon because this is just a lot of hard shit coming at them back to back but shout out to everyone over there dealing with it and definitely definitely uh hurricanes man they're just like i don't know mother nature is going through something right now because there's hurricanes everywhere man. listen uh, also, yeah you know, climate change is real yeah hmm <clears throat> <clears throat> let me not get let me not get into that. <clears throat> oh my god. Yeah, that's a future uh <laughs> yeah, future I gotta, Frank I gotta do a, yeah. yeah, I gotta do a Frank Spiracy and what's happened to Puerto Rico since Maria and, and, and those hurricanes keep on going through there. And there's people that saying that they're actually being fabricated to go through those and it's like ripping that country apart. Well, they they need a break. And also shout out to the hurricane we had in the States and you know, I think oh, it mostly yeah, hit Florida, but it was hitting a bunch of other like neighboring states and stuff like that. So yeah, shout out man. to the people there that lost their homes. Um, we don't want to end on a bad note, but we are because I have nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, we're not, we don't want to end on a bad note. So here's a picture of puppies. Uh, no, my God. Uh, um, no, but um, th- I, you know, thanks, uh, Frank. Michelle Adana again for guest starring, coming thank through. You. Um, thank you. Thank you. 
you've been blessing us on a, on, a, on a few of these episodes. And so uh, we've had a lot of fun with you. And um, I guess there's only two words to say now. And you guys can join me for this. Um, okay. So I'm going to do another th- three count. One, two, okay. three. We, we are-